0: So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, there lived a girl called Tilly. She and her father lived in a house in the woods. They had a farm and all the animals to go with it. Chickens, geese, goats, sheep, cows, pigs and a rather mischievous rooster. Their horses were big and strong and could pull a pole with ease. They were named Falcon and Sasha. Tilly would go for rides with them through the forest all the way to the Great Lake. They would sip the cool, crisp water while she swam and caught fish to take home for supper. Sometimes father would come too. It was often lonely, just the two of them, but they were happy. When spring came, they went to town more and more often. Soon, father had married. She was a lovely woman, and Tilly was happy to have a mother. Harriet was her name. She had a son about Tilly's age. Carl was his name. He was a kind boy, and Tilly was overjoyed to have not only a friend, but a brother. They all moved into the little house in the woods. Carl had brought a pet with him, a cat. He had given it no name, so it was called Cat. Every time I tried a name out, she'd get really mad, and she would run amuck and break the dishes. Mother said if she did it again, she wouldn't be allowed back inside. So I gave up. And cat it was. Well, she is a cat, so I suppose it makes sense, replied Tilly. The cat made quite a bit of trouble, actually. It would scratch them, knock things over, and cry until it got exactly what it wanted, which was mostly a bowl of milk and a big bowl of whatever was for supper. In all my years, I have never seen a cat eat mutton chop, said father, She eats everything she does, and when she looks at me, those eyes, I swear she's putting a spell on me half the time, said Harriet. Well, if she keeps going on this path, we'll make her a farm cat. She'll live outside. No house cat causes trouble like her. They tried keeping her outside, but all she did was scare the chickens so badly that they could barely lay an egg. Even the rooster was afraid of her. So they had no choice but to take her back inside. And for a time she was quite well behaved. But one thing remained the same. Every night she went out at sundown and only came back as the sun was rising. One morning Tilly was out gathering eggs from the chicken coop when she heard a noise. (coughs) It's not Falcon or Sasha, she said. So she peeked her head out. And sure enough, Tilly was right. It was a small pony. He was jet black and his coat shined like diamonds. His mane was as thick as the forest and his tail as bushy as any tail could possibly be. Hello. Tilly said and the pony shook his head up and down in greeting she put the eggs down and walked to him his fur was as soft as anything she had ever felt you are quite lovely she told him what's your name? me well then I shall give you one Finian the pony shook his head No. Kashmir? He shook his head again. No. But perhaps you'll like Bertram. What say you? Bertram then. But where have you come from? The pony looked towards the forest. Alone then. Well, alone no more. You shall stay here with me, and you shall meet all the animals, big and small. Bertram was lovely, and he fit right in. Father, Harriet, and Carl liked him very much. And then Cat sauntered outside of the house. She saw him and let out a screech like no one had ever heard. She ran to him and tried to scratch him. He pranced about, trying to avoid having the cat get her claws into him. It was quite a scene. Father grabbed Cat and locked her in the house for the rest of the day. They fed Bertram, and Tilly brushed him. After bedtime, Tilly could not sleep. She was so excited for their new arrival. She snuck out to the barn to see him. But he was gone. Where are you, Bertram? But he was nowhere to be found. In the morning, though, he was back inside the barn, just as if he had always been there. This happened the next night, and the next night, and the next. Until one night, Tilly waited and followed him. He trotted all the way to the edge of the forest down the hill and right to the great lake Tilly tried to keep up but faster and faster he went and soon he was out of sight when she got to the lake there was no sign of him but there in the tree was a boy hello, he said hello "'Tilly replied. "'Who are you? "'I am Thomas. What's your name?' "'I'm called Tilly.' "'I was just looking at the stars, Tilly,' said Thomas. "'She looked up. "'The sky was so clear, the stars shining bright. "'Thomas climbed out of the tree and sat down. "'I wonder what it's like up there,' she said. "'I should like to visit the moon one day.' (laughs) "'Tilly laughed. "'Visit the moon? That's impossible.' "'You'd be surprised what's possible. "'Do you see that star?' "'Yeah.' "'That's called the North Star. "'It shines the brightest.' "'Tilly sat down next to Thomas, "'and they talked all night. "'By morning, she knew the names of every single star.' But just before the sun began to come up, Thomas stood and said goodbye. Will you come back? Tilly asked. You can find me here every night the stars are out. Tilly returned home and found Bertram back in the barn, chewing on a bit of hay. Although he seemed not to like it very much. I shall follow him again. I'll find out where he goes, Tilly thought. She went out again that night, and again she lost sight of Butram. But the stars were out, and there was Thomas. Again and again they met. They talked of all the things they loved, all the things they wanted to do, and of course of the stars. For a week after that, the rain came, and Tilly was stuck inside with nothing to do. She and Carl played games But soon there were no more games to play They were bored Can I tell you a secret? Carl asked What is it? Said Tilly Well, Cat always disappears at night I thought maybe she was out looking for mice But I wanted to see for myself She's such a strange cat after all So I followed her And what happened? I lost her. She was too fast. But then I came to a clearing, and there was a girl there. She had a fire lit, and she was roasting a chicken. Who was she? Her name is Geraldine. She's quite nice. She told me stories of a king and a queen and their two children. She has a brother, she told me. What's he called? Thomas. (gasps) No! cried Tilly. Are you all right? I have a secret too. Bertram disappears at night and I followed him. I too lost him. He was so very quick. But I met a boy by the lake. Thomas. That must be her brother. But why did he not tell me? I cannot answer that. But where do they come from, did he tell you? No, we, we talked of the stars and dreams and... I don't believe I asked him. I didn't ask either. Next time it'll be the first question. They're brother and sister, they must be. Ask her and I shall ask Thomas. When the rain stopped and the skies were once again clear, Tilly found Thomas, just the same as usual, sitting by the lake looking up at the stars. Where do you live? Tilly asked. Thomas smiled. I live in a house nearby. But where? Who are you really? I'm Thomas. I know of Geraldine. She is your sister, is she not? She is. Why do I see you here only at night and so too my brother with Geraldine? It is not for you to worry. We live in the day as in the night. But we are not free. You are trapped? We are. Let me help you. You cannot. It is too dangerous. Come and sit, let us enjoy the stars, let us talk of what we dream of, for it is all I can speak of. Tilly was so upset. She ran away and found shelter under a tree. She wept until the sun began to rise. And when it did, Tilly looked up through the trees to find her way home. There, in the distance, was Thomas. And in an instant, he was no longer a boy, but a pony. She could not believe her eyes. Could it be? What did he mean by not being free? Trapped? she thought. Tilly found Carl tending to the sheep. She told him everything that happened. It is a spell cast upon them and Geraldine must be cat. They are not pony and cat but brother and sister. It could not be, sister, Carl replied. There is no such thing as spells. I saw him, he was a boy and then a pony and Thomas told me he's trapped we live in the day as in the night but we are not free a spell was cast on them how silly you are Tilly knew she was right and she was determined to prove it father? yes child, he replied how do you break a spell? I should think if you sprinkled fairy dust, that might do the trick. Where do I find that? In the treetops on the hill but only at the time of day where the sun is gold, just before it sets. Father, do you think me a silly girl? Fairy dust in the treetops What a story. Tilly, my darling girl. I would never lie to you. Only the truth between us. Always. When I was a boy, I found the fairies. They live in the trees. And I promised never to leave this place. To always watch over them. And I have kept my promise. There has been a spell Bertram is not a pony but a boy And the cat, that troublesome creature She is a girl Geraldine They have been trapped by a terrible spell Then we must free them Today Let's go Tilly followed her father into the hills And when they arrived The sun was setting And the land was golden. The fairies flew down and surrounded Tilly's father. You have returned, they exclaimed. I have brought my daughter. Oh, how lovely. And they flew all around Tilly. She had never seen anything so beautiful. But why do you come now? Is something the matter? They asked. It is, said Tilly. There is a boy and a girl and they are in trouble. A spell has been cast upon them. By night they are human. By day a pony and a cat. Oh dear, cried the fairies. We shall give you some of our fairy dust and you shall sprinkle it upon them when the moon is full. That should do the trick. Thank you said Tilly. Tilly and her father took the fairy dust back home. Carl and his mother did not ask where they had been and so they did not tell them. The next week when the moon was full Tilly found Thomas sitting by the lake. She said not one word but walked right up to him "'and sprinkled the dust. "'It flew about in the air "'and then glowed as it fell upon Thomas. "'Then it disappeared. "'What have you done?' he asked. "'The fairy dust. "'It was meant to break the spell.' "'But it did not. "'For nothing can. "'I have tried. "'We shall know at sunrise.' And sure enough, at dawn, Thomas remained a boy. I do not believe it, he cried. He stepped into the sunlight. The sun shone on his face. Thomas smiled and he hugged Tilly. Oh, thank you. Thank you, dear Tilly. The next night... They found Geraldine, just where Carl had said she was always found at night. And though she tried to run away, Tilly sprinkled the fairy dust over her. It is over, sister, Thomas said. Please forgive me. You silly boy, it can never be over, said Geraldine. For now, it's finished, he replied. Both Geraldine and Thomas "'were free of the spell. "'I am still angry with you, Thomas,' said Geraldine. "'It was all your fault. "'I should have clawed you every day for what you did.' "'What happened?' asked Tilly. "'My dear brother found a witch's house "'on the mountain by the river that runs into the sea. "'He went inside, and even though she wasn't there, "'she knew of our presence. "'I begged him not to go inside, but he did not listen.' He wanted to see her potions. And I did see them, said Thomas. But it was too late. The witch was very angry, so she cast a spell. Cat and pony by day for the rest of time, she said. And then we lost each other. It has been three long years. And I was so mad at you, brother. For a time, I didn't care if I never saw you again. Again. I am glad we are reunited, said Thomas. I suppose I am as well, said Geraldine. But what of the witch? Surely she must be vanquished, said Tilly. In time, but for now I should like to go home and see father and mother. Yes, without delay. Will you come back? asked Tilly. Yes, I will visit often, Thomas replied. They hugged, and Thomas and Geraldine left. Tilly wondered when she would ever see them again. She wondered how they would ever be able to defeat the witch, and would she be brave enough to help them. But that a story for another time the end and don't forget you can listen to all my stories on YouTube at Granny McDowell our eyes so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children.